Welcome to Make Your Life Magnificent with coaches Jackie and Mimi, co-founders of The Resting Mind. We're keeping it real with Generation X women talking about the stuff that keeps you up at night. From managing the demands of your career to finding happiness in your life and everything in between. Each week, we'll help you close the gap between your conscious goals, the results you want to achieve, and your subconscious settings, your thoughts and beliefs, by sharing tools and strategies based in brain science and energy. The alarm goes off and you think, ugh. I just can't. You go through your morning like a zombie and tense up just thinking about walking into the office and starting all over again, looking ahead to Friday. If you're feeling this way, something's got to give, and it may not be your job. In this week's episode, we're talking about those Monday blues and digging into how much the circumstances versus your mindset have to do with your approach to the week. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Mimi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? We are, we're virtual again, ladies. Again, <laughs> again I'm, I'm quarantined for the third time. I feel like I'm, I'm the quarantine expert. <laughs> you are the quarantine expert. I actually think the energy of you liking to be alone has, has helped fuel that a little bit. It has, but I, I'm looking forward to breaking free. I'm looking forward to... Yeah, be, being among people, the people. <laughs> being among the living and not the dead. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've just kind of had. I know, but, I know you have. This but, uh, long, but we, so ladies, we are virtual, so we'll be recording this podcast as we look at each other through a computer, which is a little bit different energy, but we've got it down now because we've been we, doing we, so many of these. We certainly have. And as a matter of fact, we discovered, listen, there's always opportunity in the challenges because we've discovered that we, and I think we may have mentioned this before, that we really enjoy looking at each other when we record. So I think what we need to do is we need to make sure that we have a recording studio set up where we are across from one another. That's our goal. So, yes. you, so ladies, if you like this, you need to leave us a review so more women can find us. We need to bolster that up. We need to bolster it up so we can get our recording studio. Yeah, we want to start off. We want to start off this episode. We announced the first week of this year. We talked a lot about word of the year. We've actually been talking about it nonstop. It's part of kind of our guiding light to everything we personally do for ourselves, both Mimi and I. And we were thrilled and excited and actually really blown away by the results and how much feedback we had. Yeah, and the response too. Like great result. Like great words of the year and lots of response. We were really excited about this. So what, some of the really interesting words of the year that we had heard that we want to share were everything from renaissance to whole, adventure to springtime to brave to sculptor and connector and connection. And I thought those were really great. But we chose, we randomly, well, we didn't randomly chose, we chose our favorite words then put all of those people with those words into a, a mason jar because you know how much we love our mason jars. We love our mason jars. And, and a mason jar full of words of the year is pretty spectacular. It was pretty spectacular. And we pulled out a winner. And our winner for receiving the book Brave Enough by Cheryl Strayed is Yvonne Konerman. 
She's our lucky winner. She chose the word nurture as her, as her word of the year. And I want to quote unquote share with you exactly why she chose this word. She said, I chose this word for 2021 so that I may remember to be kind to myself. Often when people endure abuse by their parents, they continue self-abuse for many years after they have been away from their abusers towards themselves. Self-abuse, negative self-talk, neglect, sabotaging loving relationships and addictions have been how I choose to treat myself for many years, how I chose to treat myself for many years. This year, I will nurture myself every day. Yvonne, you moved me to tears when I read this. I am so proud of you. I feel so connected to you. What a brave way to step into 2021. It is not easy. It's very difficult when you deal with lots of trauma that is deep rooted. You will find yourself getting triggered over and over and over again. The triggers, I want to just share, the triggers won't go away, but your ability to emotionally stabilize around those trigger, triggers will get better and better the more you work at it. So beautiful, Yvonne, thank you for that. Thank we you. really appreciate it. And your vulnerability is, is amazing. So thank you so much. And we can't wait to gift you. We're sending out your book, Brave Enough, because you, my dear, are extremely brave. And this book couldn't have gone to a better woman. Yeah. So thank you and congratulations. So we wanted to um, shift gears just a little bit. We Actually, need... someone left a damn review. I know. I... Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to read it. I would tell you to leave a damn review because yes. it's working. <laughs> so we want to, this, let's see, it says, we want to give a like totally rad call out to Lynn's Chase for her incredible review. She says, I've been listening to this podcast for the past four months and just love Jackie and Mimi. They seem to hit all the right notes for the challenges we women face on a daily basis. And they do it with humor and fun and so relatable. Thank you so much for that fantastic damn review. <laughs> we love that we're relatable. I think that's the thing for me that makes me and my heart sing is not that we, we, we never want to feel preachy. We never want to feel as though we are authorities because we are, we may know more stuff about this stuff, but we are not authorities on your life. And only if we kind of go through this journey together, will you ladies as our listeners and our fans and our people and our community of amazing, beautiful Gen X women, will, will, will you be able to kind of get to the other side feeling very much lighter in alignment with who you want to be and connected to a greater universe. And that's exciting. It is exciting. So thank you for leaving reviews. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to pause here, ladies, because I have to bear with me. I have a bracelet on, as you can hear, it's jingle jangling. And I always, this, the Italian in me always talks with her Hands. With her hands, I need to take it off. I apologize. Okay, there you right. go. So, I won't All right. so we're ready to rock. We're talking Monday blues. Listen, I don't think anyone out there is not familiar with the Monday blues. I don't think anyone and, out there has never had the Monday blues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I think we've all been there. And I think that some of them are worse than others. And we're going to dive into what's going on with all of them. So I'm excited I, about this. I, I, I want to say, I. Uh, for many, 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 many years, I did not have the Monday blues. I might get the Monday like, oh, 
just because I had to get up in the morning and I had to kind of shift gears mentally from my weekend, but I didn't really feel the Monday blues for a very long time. That, that dread and that um, heaviness that so many women and men feel on a Monday morning. I feel like I'm lucky that I didn't have that. I I just do. I, I think part of it was I liked my job a lot, even though my commute was tough. I, I, or I was tired on a Monday morning. There were, I would focus my energies on what I loved about my job instead of those things that were difficult because, Hey, nothing's perfect. But I also, my husband and I really had this Sunday night ritual for a long time, especially in the years before we had our daughter, which was we would watch either The Sopranos or Sex and the City on HBO on Sunday. Two great shows. Yes. And they were always on at nine or 10 on Sunday nights. And that would be, we'd have appointment television and we'd go and get frozen yogurt or I would get frozen yogurt every Sunday night. And that would be a ritual. And it would, I, we were so involved and really excited about those shows that we would get excited for Sunday night, Mm -hmm. which inevitably led to getting excited for Mondays because it came next. And it really helped that whole phenomenon. It was, it was a spectacular way to manage it, I think. I remember the episode where Carrie breaks up with Aiden. Okay. And I was, my heart felt broke. Like, I remember I couldn't sleep that night because I, like, my energy was like, oh, like, I felt heartbroken. I remember so invested in the Yeah, show. so invested in the characters. They were both great shows. Yeah. That's how I felt about when Adriana, when Adrian uh, was killed in The Sopranos. I felt very... <laughs> Much the same way. I yeah. was, oh my goodness, I love this character. And or when or when he yeah, Adrian, the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Or when yeah. Christopher sat on her dog. Like I felt very invested in these characters. It yeah, me, like, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that was right. awful. Well, we yeah we rewatched it a couple times, so I can't. <laughs> um, but I right. I think you know so much. I want to share kind of my thoughts. I feel that. Many of the listeners that are going to listen, they're going to be like, I never thought of this, but we've been brainwashed to not like Mondays. Yes. And so we did a little like impromptu BS research, but you can't really go into a Monday without being bombarded with messages about Mondays. Mm-hmm. And so I looked up for, you know, funny sakes, or I was going to say shits and giggles, but I didn't want to, but there I said it. Um, <laughs> hashtag Monday Blues. This is crazy. If, if you hashtag Monday Blues on Instagram, you get 3 million posts. If you hashtag Monday Mood, you get 9 million posts. And if you hashtag I Hate Mondays, you get another half a million. So putting this all, then, then on a positive note, if you combine Motivational Monday, Monday Motivation, you've got 26 million posts about Monday. About Monday. But if you actually look at Tuesday or Friday, you get 3 million posts. So we have really programmed ourselves to have to mentally, quote unquote, prepare. It's like Monday becomes a lightning rod. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. There's so much weightiness. So we wanted to really dig into this in this episode because there's a couple reasons why, but we want you to kind of identify it and understand your relationship with Monday what it means for you, why it feels heavy or doesn't feel heavy, what really drives your emotions. But ladies, we are 40 plus years old, many of us, right? We have lots of listeners that are not Gen X. 
But if you start wishing your world away now, like if you start your Monday wishing about Fridays, you don't have enough time to wish four days a week away. Like you just, right. and I'm not trying to be like Debbie Downer here. No, but what, like that's such a waste. It's, it's sad, right? To think that, and I've been there. Listen, I've been there, but it's sad to think that like you're wishing so much of your life away. You know, I remember John, when we used to, it would be evening, like, and we would get into bed and watch like a show, even during the week, he'd be like, ah, oh, the best part of the day, you know, because it would be like that time where the day was over. We were just unwind. It was nice, you know, but still like, think about that. You're looking forward to just one hour out of your day, you know? Right. That's, that can really lead to like wishing your day away and wishing your week away. And Life goes fast enough. We don't want to wish our days away. Even if you get to a point that you say, well, I feel so much better by noon. That's five, six hours that you've just thrown away. And right. I don't and think that we should be throwing any hours away. No, especially if you add that, that up. Even if you added that up over yeah, a period of time, it really adds up. When so, I, oh, so sorry. I just wanted to say my, yeah. for me, how I always felt. I always feel, I always equate Mondays to a new notebook. And Mimi, you and I talk about how much we freaking love a new notebook. Yes. There is magic in a new notebook. And I always felt that way about Mondays. I felt like it was my clean slate. It was my way to really set up my successful week. It was my opportunity to reset. And I just, I loved the newness of it. Mm -hmm. And I embraced it. So uh, what were your feelings about Mondays? You know, they vary. There have been, and we'll talk about this in a bit. There was a period of time where I had a job I was really miserable at, and that was very difficult. We'll talk about that a little later in the episode. Mine were a lot of the same that you had, a lot of excitement, a little trepidation, like I got the whole week ahead of me. My day that I struggled with more, though, was Tuesday. Because Monday, like you said, was fresh. It was a fresh start. It felt exciting. Wednesday, I felt like, you know, you're, you're in the groove. And then Thursday, Friday, like the weekend's getting closer. You're still in the groove. Tuesdays to me were always a very difficult day to get through. So, I yeah, it was like that totally freshness. That. Of, I totally get yeah, that. Yeah, the thing. freshness of Monday was like Tuesday's warm. Tuesday's a throwaway day. Let's yeah. Like there's no excitement. Okay, so Monday's the fresh start. Wednesday. Right. It was, I felt like it was a fresh start. I was excited. Right. I'd see, you know, I love the people I worked with. So I was excited to see them and catch up and yeah. But Tuesdays were like, ugh. well, Tuesdays <laughs> has no point. There's no point to Tuesday. Right. So I was saying Wednesday's hump day. Thursdays are the weekend, right? Yeah, like, you're getting closer. Yeah. Friday is the weekend. Yep. Tuesday doesn't have a place. It doesn't have a purpose. It doesn't have a name. It doesn't have an energy. I yeah. think we need to start a movement to, to, to terrific to, Tuesday. We need to brand Tuesday. Tuesday needs a rebrand. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday needs a rebrand. You know, it needs to be, I don't know. There needs to be something that's special about Tuesdays and you know, it, that always brings it back to ourselves. How can we make our Tuesdays special, right? Yeah. Like how can, how can there be something where it's something to look forward to? So that's something I that do look be. forward to Tuesdays because you and I work together on Tuesdays. So well, really Tuesdays have become yes. one of my favorite days of the week, but but before that, I had so that's my rebrand is that we get to work so we can never not work together on Tuesday. On a Tuesday, it it helps. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does for sure. Our I feel like our weeks fly. They and do. Can, they really can do. Talk a little bit about your meatless Mondays. I do this for the most part now, but 
I didn't always at work. It was always a very heavy meet day. (laughs) It was a heavy meet day for us. We always had our sales meeting on Monday and I, um, I used to, but I wouldn't allow other meetings on Mondays if I could avoid it. So really having, because Mondays to me are our day to set up our success and to feel like we are as productive, high achieving women that we all are that listen, we want to go into the week feeling like we are ahead or we are on target. And when you have too many meetings, you are already behind the eight ball. And when you start off being behind the eight ball, you are always in the mindset of having to catch up. Yes. And that's overwhelming and stressful. Overwhelming, stressful. It's a, it's a really negative way. It's a really negative way to enter your week. So meatless Mondays, I think all, first of all, all, all corporations should have meatless days, a day or two a week that they do not allow meetings. And I believe that the corporate culture and productivity culture would, would increase tremendously, personally. Yeah. So that's another thing. So rebranding Tuesdays, meatless Mondays, those are the things that we're going to- I agree. I, most of my Mondays now are a behind the scenes day where yeah. I do things that you know, we need to get done in the business, foundational things, no meetings, no consult, nothing like that. No coaching. I do meetings in the morning. I do coaching, coaching in the morning. And then my afternoon is setting up my day, but it starts my week off in my highest energy. So if right. we, you know, I, we've talked about this or hinted to this, but, but Mimi and I, one of the, the processes and programs that we run through the resting mind is what we call energy plotting. It's fascinating. It's amazing. And so what, what I do is I know Mondays just take a little longer in general, even though I'm excited about them, they just take a little longer to get ramped up. So I, I always schedule meetings in the morning because having client coaching calls always makes me, fuels me and fuels my energy. So when I'm off the phone, I feel really jazzed about my day. Mm, So it really works for me. (laughs) It makes me laugh. (laughs) We did a course last week. We did a CEO day and Jackie <laughs> and I was like, so we were together. This is sort of a, a tangent, but it was funny. So <laughs> I said offhand, I said, I hope at the end of this seminar, we're, we feel jazzed. And she goes, I don't want to be jazzed. She goes, I, I want, a- I want to be smarter and have tactics. So I, so then I was, I la- I laughed. So then I the next day, ladies, I, wait, I pause there, Mimi, ladies, do you think I need any more jazzing? Have you no, to the- this, is right. yeah, this is true. She doesn't believe me. I don't <laughs> jazz about anything else. So anyway, though, throughout the day, so then we were separate that day and like we we're listening to the speaker and she said something and I texted her, are you jazz yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Anyway, so why don't we talk a little bit about why people typically hate Mondays, right? So one thing is that transitions in general are hard. And that is something that can trigger different things in us and because our brain likes routine, right? And so Jackie mentioned before that she had to transition from the energy of the weekend to the energy of her work week, which was very different, right? And so that is a potential trigger or pitfall of Mondays that you know just makes us feel a little off kilter. I have to say, I struggle with that even a little bit now because the energy of my weekends are very behind the scenes, which I like, even though I tend to work throughout the weekend, but it's at my own pace. 
And that feels very different than having to be meetings and this and that, you know, so I, I enjoy it. And then going into that work week again, it's a different kind of energy. So it is a different energy. You know, I've done some, we've done some research, impromptu research in our community asking like why people don't like Mondays. And a lot of it does have to do with not necessarily, I mean, there are a lot of people complain about their job too, but there's also this thing, uh, this idea that obviously before COVID, this feeling of having to rush, the feeling of having to be against a time and a clock, the feeling of having to make sure that everything is is taken care of. You know, if you have kids, if you have a husband who's driving here, what, who's getting dropped off, you getting to work. There are so many moving parts, making the lunches that even packing your own lunch, that there are so many moving parts. You go from like a slower pace to a quicker pace. So that transition is really difficult. Yeah. The other thing too is our sleep patterns are off. Most people change their sleep patterns on the weekend. Oh yeah. And the healthiest thing that we can do for our bodies is actually to keep the same time to wake up every day, even on the weekends, because then your body gets used to that, your natural rhythm energy plotting, it all falls together, it all comes together. But those sleep patterns can really throw us off. And it's one of the reasons why we just dread Mondays as well. Absolutely. Especially if you're someone who's not a morning person, right? Yeah. And like, then you have to get up early. That's really difficult. And honestly, let's be, let's be clear. You've been brainwashed to not like Mondays. Yeah. We talked about it before. Point. You've been brainwashed. And we, and we as humans take all of the things that we have heard and learned, and seen, and experienced, and we embed it as our truth. I ha- can't tell you how many people, and this is not a joke, I have stopped following on, um, on Facebook or blocked on Facebook because I would get the, grr, we talked about this in the plain <laughs> ep- complaint episode, grr, it's Monday, Oh, I'm so tired, Oh, when's Friday? And I was like, I just woke up. I don't yeah. need this in my life. Yeah. And so, you, you know, we, we have been brainwashed to believe that Mondays are awful. And we are receiving all of these different messages and mixed messages. And, you know, you take a, and, and that, so even if you are on social media, okay, guys, so you say, you know what, I'm not going to look at social media. Take mass transit into any situation, right? Go on the train and you, everybody's face on a Monday is just quiet and dire and moody and cranky <laughs> and it's it's just awful so when you look at that you just you realize like you're feeding into all of that you walk into the office and you say good morning how was your weekend you try to be up oh, yeah. oh it, you, the, the whole energy is different than any other day of the week and so that all brings your own energy down around mondays and it gets you to believe that mondays aren't something you're supposed to enjoy Right. And we want to change that. Right. I used to make a point to like it in the office. I would. And I'd be like, good morning. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel, you know why? It made me feel good. Yes. Yeah. And so anything that you hear over and over again will become your truth. So we, ne- we want you guys to be aware of a couple of things as you're listening to this. What are the messages that you're receiving around Mondays, either verbally or auditory order? or visually, right? So if you're hearing things or seeing things or picking up on things energetically, and then what can you do to protect yourself? Because our brain receives over 11 or 12 million messages in under a second. And what our prefrontal cortex or conscious mind does is it reads those out instantaneously to get about 50. 
So if you are looking at and feeding into this, I hate Mondays idea and scenario, the only thing you're going to see is how everyone's miserable on Mondays. Right. Because you're looking for it. It's not, you're not, your brain's looking for it. You're not right. consciously looking right, for right, it. Right, 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 right. Your brain right. is But it's only scanning for it. Yeah. And so what you need to do is really, if you want to have a different relationship with Mondays, you really need to start thinking to yourself, what do I want my Mondays to look like? How yes. can I really start looking for evidence that Mondays are really good? And, and you might need to collect your own evidence. You might need to say, oh, it's Monday and it's a sunny day out. Oh, it's yeah. Monday and I'm going to close this big piece of business today. Oh, it's Monday and I get this, to have this great meeting today. Whatever that looks like, but really looking at it from that perspective. Yes. And really like not underestimating every single little thing in your day that could be positive. I remember when I really had this realization, it was, I used to always stop at this place. I forget the name of it. It was like a healthy food place. And I used to always have a green smoothie made for me. And the people there were so friendly. And this one woman, she would greet me with a big, beautiful smile. And there was a young guy in there and I'd walk in. He'd be, my lady, he used to always call me like, and he was always happy to see me. I guess he liked my energy and he was just yeah. a beautiful guy. And I remember at the end of the night, like recounting things that made my day and, and they crossed my mind, you know, and it made a difference. And so it's like purposely seeking that kind of stuff out. It makes a difference. And you might be listening to this ladies and thinking, well, who cares if I don't like Mondays? Like, why are we even dedicating an entire episode to this? And I can see, like, I, I wondered when I was thinking about this episode, I mean, we didn't talk about this, but when I was thinking about this episode, I was thinking, are people going to care enough to listen? Are they going to think it's important enough? And I'm going to tell you, damn yes, straight it is. <laughs> it is. And why? Because Mondays, we need to really have a positive outlook about our life. And if you're going to set yourself up to say Mondays are going to be this way, you're going to attract really crappy yes. things energetically on Mondays. And, and throughout the week. I mean, listen, if you're thinking that just in general, like, yeah, like you're just operating from an, don't forget from an energetic perspective, we have an average energy level, right? So let's put it this way. If you've got seven days out of the week and five of them or four and a half of them, you're at like a level one or two, and then maybe, maybe on the weekends you're a three or four, your average is going to be really low. So you're always going to be attracting, you know, you're always going to be feeling in that energy. That's your baseline. Right. And you're going to wake up feeling this way. So yeah. you, know, you wake up and you set, you're, you set it out, you know, into the world this way. You're not setting yourself up for success, right? You're setting yourself up to be in a default mode of misery. And I'm telling you, ladies, I don't want to be in a default mode of misery. No. Not only that, it's going to take more effort to get yourself out of it. Yes. And, you, and then you're setting yourself up to miss out on those no, you know, nine or 10 million, 999,000, however many that is, great moments around you because you're only focused on the 50 shitty ones that are around you. Yeah. Because well, you we, set that. We list. really have to make this explicit. You've dropping the bombs today. It's only the S bomb. It's okay. <laughs> it's not so bad. But, you know, we, we, so, and we don't want you to miss out. And the other thing is, we, we don't want you to really be wishing your whole life away. Like, no, who wants that's, to do that? that's the key point. Yeah. We cannot afford to do that. That is the key point. So Jackie, I think we've made the case for 
why we have the opportunity to reprogram on Mondays. Let's talk about how to do that. Okay, let's do that. Go ahead, Mimi, kick us off. Well, how do we reprogram on Mondays? Well, you're not going to be surprised. This is one of my favorite things to do ever. It starts on Friday. You need to prepare and plan on Friday, right? So if you have not, I, at the end of my week, every week, and I've been doing this for years and years and years, I would make a list of everything I accomplished and make a list of things I needed to get done the following week. This way, when I came in on Monday, I wasn't like, where do I start? Right? So wrap stuff up, start getting into the habit of making your Fridays like the last hour on your, like wrap stuff up, get your desk cleared up, you know, wrap up things that you can and make a list of the things that you're going to work on in the morning on Monday morning. So you don't come in and you're like, where do I start? Right? Like be smart about it. So that's, well, that's, 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 that's really a great powerful. point because that overwhelms you too because you start your Monday morning not having a plan mm-hmm. and you feel like, again, we talked about this when you have too many meetings, you feel behind the eight ball. And when you feel like you're behind the eight ball, you're always in scarcity mode. That's right. The scarcity mindset, I don't have enough time. I have to get so much done. I don't have enough energy, enough, enough, enough. And we want you to be in an abundance mindset when you attack your Mondays. And how do you yeah. do that as being prepared? I do that on Sundays, though. I do do that on Sundays. I'll do my uh, quick, even if I don't always plan my entire week, by, on Friday or Sunday, I at least plan my Monday. Like I know the big oh. things that I want to get done. Yeah. So that I can feel like I'm ready to, I'm, I'm prepared to, you know, hit the ground yeah. running on Mondays. Yeah. In all honesty, now I do, I do an on Sunday, but when I was working corporate, I would want my, at least my work week planned while I was in the office. I didn't want to have to think about like my work, you know, I was yeah. still in that space. So I found that really powerful, but that brings up another point is also have a, a Sunday night routine and ritual. Now you mentioned this a little bit earlier in the, in the uh, episode, but, you know, prepare for the week on Sunday. So maybe lay out your clothes. I always, I still do this, lay out your clothes the night before, you know, pack your lunch. Don't leave, don't leave things so that you're scrambling Monday morning. Do as much as you can prior to so that you're prepared. Visualize what you want the week to look like or what you want your day to look like. Have a routine, you know, know that like you're not going to be hanging out till 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday if you've got to get up and go to work the next day, if you can avoid it. You know, uh, one of the other things too is get up 30 minutes earlier. Mm -hmm. I know this may sound counterintuitive because you just said, Jackie, that our sleep patterns are off and we might have slept later. But if you get up 30 minutes earlier on a Monday, you get to set the, the pace in your day. When we get up at the same time and we're feeling sluggish, we just actively move slower. But if we get up 30 minutes earlier, we have extra time. Maybe we want to spend 10 minutes meditating. Right. Maybe we want to spend right. 10 minutes journaling. Maybe we want to just sit and have a cup of coffee while we sit. You know, right. how many times on a Monday morning or Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, are you grabbing a cup of coffee and sipping it while you get ready and you're running around like, again, we're in COVID times. Many women and men are still working at home, but there are lots of frontline workers. There are a lot of workers that have to still get up and get, get out of the, the house. Yeah. And when you can purposefully enjoy a moment on a Monday, it can really set your pace and really get you into an appreciative and gratitude mode, which gets you into the next thing, gratitude, right? Starting your Mondays with the gratitude, writing things down that you are grateful for, positive about your Mondays. 
write it down. Writing it down changes everything about the way you have a relationship with it in the conscious and subconscious mind. So Jackie, I think that we need to create a Monday challenge in the Facebook group. What do you think? Oh, tell me more. What does that mean? And what does that look like? Yeah. So I think that we put something in the Facebook group and people, we do a post and people talk to us about what they're excited about for their Monday. I and then we do so a great. random, yeah, like, so we keep it up for a couple of days, people get a chance to post, and then we do a random drawing again. That's so smart. So ladies, if you are not part of our Facebook group, uh, we are encouraging you to do that right now. We have, we've launched a few exciting things mm-hmm. in our group. We're we doing have. some big prizes and giveaways. Come on over. It's called Just Gen Next. Talking business, career, and life with bold and beautiful women. Now, if you just listened to that and you said, um, ladies, what, what, what? We have done a rebrand of our Facebook group. We thought it was really important that we very specifically tell people what to expect. And we are really expanding what we're talking about. A lot of what we did was life and career and business, but we really want to double down on the business, double down on the career, because this is where Gen X women are struggling the most. We're not abandoning life by any means. It's part of everything we do, but we are going through everything from this purview of career and business and then how it influences your life. So come on, check it out. It's pretty incredible. The group has grown exponentially since we relaunched. So I think it's a great place for you guys to be. So yeah, come on we're over. really, we are so excited about everything that's been going on. And then you can be part of our, our Monday post challenge. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. I think we should do it regularly yeah. to keep people like it shouldn't be a one and done thing because otherwise, you know, it's something we need to actively work on. We're going to help you. We'll help All right. You. So our circumstances, of course, a hundred percent impact our mood. But we can't necessarily change our circumstances, right? Like say we have a a boss that's a jerk. That's a circumstance that we can't change. What can we change about it? We can change our thoughts and how we respond to the circumstance, right? So you want to start really getting very clear on what you're thinking about certain situations. So you hate your job or you hate your boss or you have a challenging coworker. I want you to sit down and write down every single thing that's going through your mind in regards to how you're thinking about it. Write it down so you can get it down on paper, look at it, and then you can start breaking it apart and reframing things. And I'm talking down to like the coffee sucks. Like get it all out, you know? <laughs> get it all out and start this way you can start to put together a plan of action to help you start thinking better thoughts that are going to support you better. And we want you to realize and think about what are your Monday symptoms? And mm. it's almost like diagnosing how sick you are. I'm going to put it in these terms. So you wake up any day of the week, right? You wake up and you're not feeling great. There's a difference between having a scratchy throat or being completely compacted or having a low grade fever to being down and down and out the count with the stomach virus and 102 fever, right? Yeah. There are different symptoms. So when you think about your Monday, the way to really adjust it is to understand what, how bad are your Monday symptoms? Yeah. Do you have the blahs, which is like, oh, okay, I got to go to work and it's work. Or do you have like a depression? 
because or stress, right? How deep seated is this? It's really important to understand that because only if you can come to terms with those emotions and those feelings, address them, identify them, can you start really understanding, okay, this is a depressive state. This is a dangerous state for me to be in. And I cannot stay here because it could impact my overall well-being and health. Yeah. Or I am so stressed out that I'm getting anxiety and I'm having the shakes on Monday morning. Again, I used to, I had that. I had a job, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, a job that just was not a fit and I hated it. And I used to throw up before I used to go to work. And well, there you go. That's a awful. symptom that's awful. It was and awful. And it was has to one of the darkest times of my life. Like I really, I was miserable. Um, and I just had to keep my eye on the ball and stay focused on getting another job. I had to get out of there. And I did. I did. And then I found a great job. But I had to stay focused on that. And it's well, very hard. It was hard. And it's yeah. hard to even say, you know, if we say like weak, you can't control your circumstances, you can only control your reaction. When you are feeling bullied, because there's a lot of women that deal with mm-hmm. bullies at work, mm-hmm. that deal with very toxic bosses, mm-hmm. very uh, bad relationships with their boss, coworkers that are not inclusive. I know that my saying, you can't control it, you have to control your thoughts, that it's almost impossible. So we're not minimizing it at all. And I no. mean, what we're only thing we're saying is until you can change the circumstance, you have to figure out a way to have self-preservation. You have yes. to figure out a way to create some sort of boundaries and borders and beliefs around the circumstance that can protect you until you can change the circumstance. You may have gone to HR a million times. They may have written it up, but they might value this person for some other reason. You don't know why, but you need to be able to protect yourself. And that's what we're really talking about here is to understand that and try to do everything you can to, to kind of get through to the other side. Yeah. Uh, we also want you to recognize how those symptoms are showing up for you. Mimi's were very obvious. She was physically throwing up. Um, for some other people, you may get hives. It may be mm-hmm. that. You may get high blood pressure. You may get the shakes. I had a colleague who used to physically shake. She used to have oh. tremors from the stress. So there are all of these different ways, and I want you to be aware of them because, again, only if you can understand them can you really think about how to, how to help yourself with your, with your health. So important. And then what are your extreme thoughts around, around Mondays? Do you think maybe I'll call in sick or sometimes it's like, I hope I get COVID so I can be out for two weeks. That's a, a, right. So that's a low level energy thought. So really dark and deep place. And again, scaling your relationship with Mondays and recognizing if you're scaling really low on the energy scale, meaning negative, negative, negative. So if we're asking you all of these and you're saying a one or two, a one or two, you need to quickly change your circumstance very quickly because your health is at stake. Yeah. No human can sustain this longevity in a way that's going to make them feel healthy and okay. So really think about that. I know we're in COVID times and getting a job, changing a job is more difficult than it normally is, but it's not impossible. And just by going out and making the changes, starting to make steps or take steps to make the changes will make you feel like you have more control, even if the outcome isn't there. Yeah. And setting boundaries too. Like you don't have to respond to emails at two in the morning or whatever. Like just because your boss is sending them doesn't mean you have to respond. And it may feel uncomfortable, 
but it's up to you to set those boundaries, right? So very often here, I can, I have to, you know, but really dig into that. Do you have to, right? And then be careful if you're self-soothing. This is a big generational problem for Gen X women. It's a big problem for for women in general. Uh, And I want to get serious here because there are lots of addictions that can happen that can lead from a simple everyday want to get a little relief to something that can be more habitual. Right. And it could be anything from alcohol to antidepressants, to Mm -hmm. smoking, to eating, to shopping. Mm -hmm. And we want you to be aware of when you are triggered, how you are reacting. And if you don't do that behavior, can you stop that behavior? Right. If you are triggered and feeling really shitty about a Monday, can you go home and not have a cocktail? Right. And if you can't, we have something special coming up for you. We're going to have a wonderful guest speaker on, and she's going to talk about addiction because we think it's a really important topic and just casual, you know, drinking and and kind of the shift. But we want to bring it up to you because we we want to make sure that you're addressing it and becoming and being honest with yourself about that situation. Um, And once you can identify all of these deep cuts, you can then see options more clearly. As we're asking you all these questions, ladies, when you go through heavy coaching things like what we're talking about, right? Asking about your relationship with Mondays and your relationship with self-soothing and your relationship with um, daydreaming about, about getting really sick, it's going to be really scary. Really right? scary. When those things come up, right? Meaning like you're going to yeah, yourself, you're like, I'm so depressed. I'm in darkness. That's a really right. scary place it is a- to admit. Yep. But if you don't admit it, you can't, you can't change it. You can't get out of it and you can't get the help that you need. So while these questions are dark and deep, we're doing this because we know that only when you dip that low, can you start to crawl out. Right. When you acknowledge things, can you start to crawl out? So we're moving to happy times. We're going to move you through to you've acknowledged it. You, you know, it's difficult. And then how are you going to, how are you going to change that? So let's move into that a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We're not leaving you hanging here. No, we're so not. Have some perspection. So we've talked, we did a whole podcast episode about We this. did. We did a so whole I'm podcast going, I'm on going to link this in the show notes. I'm just making a note for myself, but you know, what does this mean? Like you want to really start thinking forward, right? Like what, what can things look like? How can things really change? So if you're miserable every Monday, you want to answer these questions and don't edit yourself, right? So if you think if I'm here in the same job by next year, what is this going to look like for me, right? And like Jackie said, the answer might be a little weird or concerning, but then that gives you the opportunity to say, okay, what do I want it to look like? Yeah. And then start taking the steps to get there. Right. So when you're thinking about these questions, I'm going to just back up Mimi and just explain because we're going fast. These questions are what we call mindset questions. These questions are rapid fire questions. These questions are not about thinking about the answer. These questions are about what pops up into your mind first and foremost and immediately. So unedited. Yes, without editing for yourself or for anyone else. The reason why we do these questions is because ladies, what comes up for you 
may be shocking, may be scary, but it is going to be the mind trap that is keeping you stuck. So going back to that question, the question really is, if I'm here in the same job by the next, this time next year, I'm going to blank, write it down. If you say, lose my mind, there's a red flag. Right. Or I'm going to cry. I'm going to, anything heavy, you need to really address that. So rapid fire question. Your answer is going to be so telling and you, it'll lead you to your next action. Because if you acknowledge it, then you can say, God, this is really bad. I need to get out. Yeah. Well, one of the ways you can get out, this kind of leads us to the next thing is maybe consider starting what you call, we call your five to nine. I did this for years. I started a side job and it morphed and it changed. And finally it became what I do today. But during those years where I felt more of the blahs, that's really what got me through knowing that I had this project that I was working on, knowing that being in this big routine wasn't going to be forever, that really made a huge difference for me. So if you've been thinking about starting something on the side, do it. And it doesn't have to be, I love that too, because it doesn't have to be this tremendous commitment to a business. I want to be clear when you think, because a lot of times we have women come to us and they say, you know, a lot of what Mimi and I do is we, we help women start their five to nine. It's a big part of our business. It is a big part. And what we do when women come to us and they say, I just don't have enough time. It's the scarcity of time. And we just say, you don't have to work five hours on this. You just need to commit to doing one thing every day, even if it's only for 15 minutes to start the habit. And also what you'll find ladies is when we start our five to nine, it's usually something that really excites us and makes us feel passionate and connected and delighted. And if that's the case, then it's going to fuel you in a way that your regular job won't. So really pick up on that energy and let that be the the propeller to getting you to starting your five to nine. And the other thing is also it raises the energy because there's excitement around it. And I want to reiterate what Jackie said. For me, for a long time, I had like a half hour in the morning where I could work. And I did it every morning. It was the consistency that paid off over time. So don't underestimate that. The other thing is start writing your resume. A lot of women don't even have their resume written. Even if you don't go on the job hunt, make sure your resume is up to date. Just having your resume will trigger something in your subconscious mind so that you don't feel so stuck. Okay. We talk about this in our class, get unstuck. Only $29, ladies. Mm -hmm. If you haven't downloaded it, it's incredible. There's so much value there. So much One value. Of the biggest things we teach our ladies is that you stay stuck because it is certain. You know that you're going to wake up next Monday morning miserable. You know what miserable looks like. And right. I have to tell you, ladies, this is to huge. Get out of that. You need to step into uncertainty. If you start doing just something as simple as the resume, you can start seeing the possibilities. You can start realizing, maybe I'm not stuck. You can stop blaming low-level energy, your boss, and start recognizing you have control. And it's really a powerful shift. It's powerful. The other thing I want to mention is if you do your resume from a place of like, I hate my job, I got to get out of here, 
that's not the best energy level to be doing your resume in, right? So this should be an ongoing kind of exercise where you're always updating it, keeping your LinkedIn profile up to date. All of this kind of thing should just be part of what you do in your career so that you're looking at it, you're building it from a place where, number one, it's just a good exercise to do, right? Because you want it updated. You never know when an opportunity will fall in your, to your lap. But the second thing also is you're doing it from a place, it's a higher energy level versus this energy level of frustration and anger, right? right? And so it makes a difference. Your resume is a place, right, Mimi, that is your accomplishments. This yeah. should be fun. This yeah. is a place that you should be looking back and saying, freaking A, I'm good. I am good at what I do. And that is the energy you should bring. Like all the things that I've accomplished, I'm going to put it on one piece of paper and I'm yeah. going to wear it as my badge of, of proud, success, high achieving woman that I am. So smart. So smart. All right, ladies, you need to respect your mental health. Insanity definition, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you have wake, woken up hating your Mondays for the last four months, for the last year for the last four years for the yeah for the last what the heck are you doing get out you get to decide right now as you're listening to this podcast ladies you get to decide that you're not going to accept this anymore you're not going to accept hating your mondays and you're not going to accept the situation that makes you feel awful about your mondays you have control over your destiny you just need to start taking a different action and the different action is not not taking action. That's right. Different action. Exactly. Because we're not taking action is taking action. I know that sounds crazy, but it it, is. it's the truth. It is. It's the truth. And then we want to leave you with write a new narrative, right? Like open your eyes to the fact that life can be different. You could love your job. You can be inspired by what you do. You can change things. Like it's not all chiseled in stone. So just change that narrative just a little bit. Makes yeah, a big difference. Work doesn't have to be a grind. It doesn't have no. to be miserable. It can it can be a play. You know, find the things, find your things. If, even if you're in a place where you're not happy in your job, find the things in your job that you are happy about. Right. Your favorite coworker, this right. project that you like to do specifically. Maybe it's the, the coffee. <laughs> it could be the coffee, but you need to find that. You need to write that narrative, and you need to focus in on those things because those are the things that are going to be your thread of sanity when you are trying to make the change and make Yes. And you have to look for those threads of sanity. Yeah. All right. So we're going to leave it on that. Jackie, I'm going to hand it over for you for the send off. Okay. All right, ladies, we loved having you with us today. We hope that on Monday, you go into the week with a very different perspective. Embrace every single day and embrace who you are and what you want to become. Until next week, Cheers to your magnificence. If you like this episode, leave us a review. It'll help more Gen X ladies find us so they can make their life magnificent.